0: This is John and I'm Kevin and this is six degrees of Schwarzenegger the podcast where we take a long hard
1: look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre and we're taking a deep dive into some of our favorite 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down we're gonna get down to the nitty-gritty and examine the good the bad the ugly and the laughable in these movies but we're always coming from a place of love. You don't watch these movies as often as we have unless you have a genuine affection for them. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hey. It's hey. Kevin, back in the saddle with John. Hello. And we're joined by a friend, Sam Krumoff. Greetings, everyone. Yeah, we're here to talk about a movie that I think is near and dear to all three of us. 1991's Point Break. Oh my goodness. This movie's fucking incredible. Do either of you surf? Never have.
2: Probably never will. Never tried. Well, yes, you have, because you've seen the movie. Everybody that's seen the movie has surfed in a way. <laughs> emotionally <laughs> in surfed. In my mind, of yeah, course. It takes you there. surfed.
1: All right. <laughs> so... This, there's incredible action names associated with this movie, right? Indeed. Starring Keanu Reeves. This is his first ever action role. Right. He kind of knocks it out of the park. He was only known for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure to this point. I feel like it was like made for him, right? Like he's a surfer dude character. Yeah. Like that's not
2: a big stretch for his natural vibe. Right. I mean there's so many things I can say but I'm speechless right now (laughs) (laughs)
1: then you got Patrick Swayze who's fucking crushing the game he was a Hollywood icon at this point he had had some action he had done all types of movies before this but definitely some action flicks like solid ones Roadhouse Red yeah. Dawn. I mean, it's dirty little, dancing. I'm,
2: <laughs> just, I'm just trying to pace myself. There's, there's so much I can, I can say about we're gonna get We're going to get to and, a spot. I'm just, you know, I just, <laughs> I'm just dying with anticipation what, over here. What can you say about Gary Busey, Sam? Well, Gary Busey, you know, a lot of these guys in this movie, basically that was the pinnacle of their careers. And we all love Gary Busey. And if you really are a Gary Busey fan, you think of him in Point Break, especially, <laughs> uh, food, a certain type of food that's going to be revealed
1: later. Uh, Gary Busey crushed action movies. Like in the 80s and 90s. Shockingly so. Lethal Weapon. Fucking. Predator 2. Under Siege. Predator 2. Buddy (laughs) Holly
2: story. (laughs) Did you see him in
1: Silver Bullet? The horrible werewolf flick?
2: Uh, I've seen him in a lot of movies. For the most part, I don't remember which movies. But (laughs) he's kind of that, you know, they used to, well, they still do that in Hollywood, where they they will brand a certain actor in a role, and they kind of roll that guy out for about 20 straight years. That was Gary (laughs) Busey.
1: There's Lori Petty Tank Girl. Was like the love interest in the flick. John John C. McGinley dude fucking harp the the asshole boss the casting is amazing it's perfect Catherine Bigelow director yes like went on to bigger and better things Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty awesome executive producer James Cameron I did not know that yeah he was married to Bigelow at the time and they were like supposedly they co-wrote the movie but didn't receive a writer's credit because of some sort of guild issue yeah. But, like, they went through and did, like, the final pass on the screenplay. This was also Bigelow's biggest gross until Zero Dark Thirty. Really? Yeah. Bigger than Her Locker. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, talk- deserves
2: it. It's kind of a rad movie. And you're talking about the names uh, of the actors. I just want to highlight the names within the movie. That's what you know it's just a badass movie. I mean, come on. First of all, Johnny Utah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Angelo Pappas. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, the, 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 one of my favorite ones is um, War Child. Yeah, yes. War Child. I mean, Bunker. All these guys.
1: Wait, AKA. Lupton Pittman. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and, and, and of, of course, uh, <laughs> one of the most badass mo- uh, names of the '90s is Bodie. I mean, you, you. I wanted to change my name to Bodie after watching the movie. Legit. No, loves, but you I know what I mean. It's a badass <laughs> movie. I mean, uh, we 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 were talking about briefly about Schwarzenegger earlier. I mean, most of Schwarzenegger's movies have these classic uh, names within them, like Dutch and Dutch like uh, Matrix. Yeah, John Matrix. So, <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In this movie, like a lot of the other ones that we review, is also sort of it's entrenched itself in the zeitgeist, right? It's. Like, it can Keeps showing so up quotable. in weird in weird places all the time. Did
1: it, you see Hot Fuzz? Uh, I, the, I of course with the Point Break references throughout. So That's incredible. incredible. I've not
2: seen Hot Fuzz in in ages, so I probably will watch it now just like because of that. Dude's yeah. obsessed with Point
1: Break. He's like making. He's like, dude. Do you ever see Point Break? There's an amazing bit where they're jumping over fences. And it's just like in your mind, it's automatically like, yes, yeah, I know exactly trigger, what he's talking man. about. Well, no
2: question about that. But to me, I've always spoken to you over the years. Uh, you know, we, Kevin, we've been coworkers for for over a decade now. But but the biggest thing about this movie in the preamble really is it's, it's a generational movie. It's about a culture, a lifestyle. It's almost like these guys said, you know what? I know you're tired of the 60s and 70s and 80s. This is a new time. This is the '90s, and this is what it's all about. We're gonna uh, like change. That. We're gonna I, change, basically, the perception of what movies and what pop culture is supposed to be music-wise. You're talking about the surfing aspect. I mean, the X Games didn't exist. That movie is basically what the X Games are based on. It inspired,
1: like, yeah, a whole generation of extreme that, athletes. yeah. There like was totally no movie that did
2: skydiving, surfing, robbing banks. I mean, come <laughs> on, like these guys just you know, if you want to get a, a rush of blood to the head watched that movie and it basically changed uh, changed a lot of things. Yeah. It's a fucking rad movie, dude. I think we should talk about the movie. Alright.
0: <laughs> right, what do you think? <laughs> no. You want to talk about
2: what happens on, in the movie? I mean, I'll talk about things that happen in the movie and things that happen in my life because of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Touched us all in a deep
0: and personal way.
1: The movie opens with like sort of a cut and back and forth. We're seeing Bodie surfing and then Special Agent Johnny Utah, like, practicing on the firing range at FBI, whatever, Quantico, or whatever In the pouring it is. down rain. Yeah, dude, he's totally, like, it's pouring rain. I don't know that you would actually do that in the rain like that. I don't know if they'd let you on the range. It'd be like, nah, the dude is like, judging the score. Yeah. He'd be like, nah, no, fuck you, dude.
2: Johnny Utah's We'll come back when it's not him.
1: raining. Doing barrel rolls.
2: So, so what was Canada Reeves, like, most serious roll up to that point? I think he, he was done like he had done Tank like Theodore Logan. No, bro, he had done like
1: some dangerous liaisons and shit. Like he was trying to do art house like drama movies. Okay, that's not for him.
2: I just he feel did. like that that scene establishes Cate Reeves is like, okay, now I'm gonna be this yeah. guy. You Ooh, know, that's he right. you haven't thing. seen me like this, dude. Yeah, totally. He's like kind of you were John.
1: You were saying like he's pretty buff. Yeah, he's in like, he's, he's clearly been working out yeah. for the thing. Yeah, I mean, you better, I guess, if you're gonna be like doing all these surfing scenes with these other like ripped up dudes or whatever. But, yeah, and then you got Bodie, although probably not really Patrick Swayze, but a dude, like, surfing, just shredding waves. Right. It's a
2: great opening. Goosebumps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Keanu Reeves, have you seen, I've seen videos of him, like, practicing for the John Wick movies, and he, like, is really into that, like, gun range stuff. Like, running through obstacle courses and shooting at targets and stuff like that, and he's fucking legit like badass
2: well what really bothers me is everybody's now in the Keanu Reeves train I'm like where were you 25 years ago (laughs) I mean seriously before uh, Speed we've been here man yeah and and I was speaking as as a guy that was in the theaters and actually saw a preview for the Matrix that was coming out like literally six months later and seeing the preview I was like this is amazing and the movie ended up being obviously iconic but that was 1999 right you're talking about 91 Keanu Reeves more or less showing you what he's capable of. And then all of a sudden, all these like girls like, oh my God, I love Keanu Reese, Such such a great guy. And all the the (laughs) Twitter and this and that. I'm like, I've been a fan for 30 years. We're loyalists. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're a Keanu Reeves fan, freaking watch the movie. Otherwise, don't call yourself a Keanu Reeves fan,
1: please. (laughs) This, I mean, this was like the springboard for him. Yeah, totally. Wise. I mean, Bill and Ted was fun and all like that. I don't right? know though. But I, this I, was I, the number.
2: Th- Obviously, I was I was nine years old or whatever. I mean, wh- I thought Bill and Ted's is was was he's pop culture stuff. I thought, but
1: it's like, oh, he's a funny guy. He's a funny, yeah, okay. goofy, like stoner guy. And well, this showed that he's more than. that. I guess
2: then he ended up doing Speed, which speed really yeah, like blew him really up. Made yeah. him,
1: uh, you know, totally. a, a rock yeah. or an action
2: star. Yeah,
1: dude, he's like he's had an amazing career. The things that he's done, the range of things. Like, and he keeps reinventing himself. Like, these John Wick movies are off the hook. Yeah, they are They are great. I have not seen a new one. I can't wait. I got to check that one out, too. So, um, the FBI dude gives the awesome, like, glowing review right to his gun range skills. 100% Utah! With a and big he hits him with that out. amazing thumbs up. It's like the perfect Well, gift. and the smile, too. It was
2: almost like a Mentos
1: commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. So then Utah makes his way to Los Angeles, sunny Los Angeles. Dude, the original title to this movie was Johnny Utah. Oh, That really? would have been dog wow. shit. Yeah. And then they went, <laughs> they changed the title to Riders on the Storm,
2: which would have oh been God, probably worse. Song, right? But yeah, the, like the Doors. So they ended up stumbling upon like on the most iconic break. name of the yeah. 90s probably. It's after yeah, two of the most. Disastrous if it had been things. named
1: Johnny Utah, that would have been that would have spelled doom for the movie. Yeah. No matter how good it was, you couldn't take that movie seriously. I mean, by that token, it should probably be called Bodie.
2: Yeah, like, Bodhi would have been Bodhi's, a better title than yeah, yeah, Johnny Bodhi, Utah. Right, or Bodhi, yeah. Sadba, Sadba, or dead presidents, or something. Yeah, But well, actually
0: have them were
1: alive. So <laughs> he gets to the L.A. field office where he meets Harp, played John by John C. C. Riley. One McGinley. of the best.
2: One of the best parts about that opening scene is the donuts. Yeah. I mean, you, you just, it's just, it's really, really clever. But um, you, you kind of both guys, you know, um, just to knock that scene very well. I mean, Keanu Reeves doesn't give a crap. Um, you know, I mean, Johnny Utah doesn't give a crap without, it's, well, he kind of even got he's some power on his He's giving him shit from his day lips. one. Yeah.
1: Like, he's giving him shit from the first second, right? Like, yeah. oh, you're a real hot hotshot. Uh, well, you know, he's talking about like how, what kind of diet the guys are supposed to have yeah. and all this bullshit. And then he just tells like I grabbing take the skin
2: off chicken, sir. And then later he's like <laughs> wolfing a donut. And He basically shows him up. He's like, you know, what? kind of go screw yourself. I'm, I'm a hot <laughs> shot. I was at Ohio State a couple of years ago. He's like, I
1: love these things. Yeah. And yeah, Harp came at him like he tore him up after that. It's a that.
2: bad first impression. I mean, you, you his boss basically hated him from that first second. You're not afraid of like going at a boss, though. No, I'm not. I've had my moments over the years. It worked <laughs> out. <laughs> I got lucky, but it worked out like he's.
1: But basically his point is. You're a real hotshot cadet and all that bullshit, but like this, you're in the real world now and you have no experience here. And he's got a point, right? I mean, Utah is like a novice agent. He doesn't really know what he's getting into out here. Dude, John C.
2: McGinley, though, is perfect, perfectly cast in this show. He's that type of guy that never aged, right? He He looks looks the same. same Like, literally looks exactly the same. I I swear
1: to God, on the, on the,
2: bonus features on this dvd he's got more hair now this is probably not (laughs) natural but but still (laughs) it's okay Um, if it's there it counts again the movie's almost 30 years old if you see any role of his in the last decade he looks exactly And he was in platoon like however many years
1: before that five years earlier and he looked the same yeah Yeah, he's awesome
2: again he's built for
1: these like smarmy
2: kind of dude, whatever, like, you just like don't like a weird authority figure. His assholeness was literally from the early 90s and late 80s. You don't get that personality now. He had yeah. this kind of you know, you know what I mean? Like a smart ass, like in your face, kind of just like that era. I think it was that, that era yeah. type of asshole. You don't get that type of asshole today. <laughs> it was like when they were casting
0: whatever the role that he ended up playing on Scrubs. Uh-huh. That Zach Braff was like, I want to hire a John C. McGinley type character. Uh, and they but, went I for don't, him? but I don't want John C. McGinley. And yeah. then they were like, no one else can do it. He, he, basically like, fuck. Co- he copyrighted that type of asshole. And he's like, fuck it. It's John C. It has to be John C. McGinley. So, like it he's was.
2: so yeah, he's this is... It's you, like you th- wanna want punch him in the face, but he also very entertained by oh, what he yeah, says. He's he's hysterical. He's tiny is getting great. punched, of course, but
1: <laughs> that's when he hits him and he's like, Do you want are we clear? And he's like, Zero distortion, sir. And he's like wiping the donut crumbs away. <laughs> 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 a, he, was, he was asking for it. Yeah. Utah was smart ass. Um but that shot was
2: like just one long steady cam shot. If yeah, you the, pay the attention. Track, yeah,
0: the tracking shot through the through the office is kind of a Badass.
2: So that that office, too, is typical late 80s, early 90s. It, it just reeks of like sweat and, and <laughs> sun and heat, no AC. Yeah. And everybody's got these like sweaty, like white button ups with like <laughs> short sleeves. And, um, you know, I, I think about uh, Predator, Two that they had yeah. like a similar kind yeah. of office. It's just a big LA, space LAPD. full of computers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And a bunch of macho
1: guys. That's when Harp Blake says. You know, oh yeah, you're real like whatever he says. He's young, dumb, and full of cum. Yeah. Is that an expression that's known, or is that well, was that is, around before that been movie? Around.
2: Oh, you're right though. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't I've know. heard it, but but the big question is, did did that phrase exists before the movie or did the movie know. invent that phrase i
0: don't know i doubt it was original needless to say utah and harp's relationship is strained from the <laughs> onset
2: no you knew after that moment it was it was over it's like okay we've established that they clash yeah they like very economical. you knew that even if he catches the bad guys for some reason he was just not gonna be yeah you know not gonna, gonna get that. the credit he deserved no
1: the exchange though the asshole
0: exchange yeah. is great Guess we must have ourselves an asshole shortage.
1: <laughs> and he walks off Utah like, not so far. <laughs> it's really like, it's just great timing. <laughs> Dude, Keanu Reeves is a funny guy. Yeah. Like, he's got t- comedy timing. He,
0: he is an American equivalent of a Van Damme or, or a Schwarzenegger and that his voice gets in
1: the way. He's got good instincts. So... Now we go to, like, the FBI's swimming pool complex, <laughs> which is enormous. They're making dudes, like, blindfolded agents retrieve bricks off the bottom of the pool. But I can't imagine any FBI facility has, a comp like, an Olympic-sized pool. There was, like, two pools side by side in there. I don't know. This is the I government just, in the 80s. I don't I just can't see it. I mean, they were probably filming on, like, UCLA campus or something like this. Yeah. But in actuality, I can't see the government building that yeah, for agree. this type of training. I don't know.
0: Pappas. A twi- uh, introduction of Pappas. Uh, Angelo Pappas, a twenty two year veteran of the of the uh, of the FBI, who's fired his weapon nineteen times in the yeah. line of duty, does not understand the pool drill, and I gotta say, neither do I, Pappas. Neither do I. Yeah, he's
1: like, I don't understand what fetching bricks off the bottom of a pool has to do with police work. He's got a point. Kay. But they just want you to be fit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it
2: is. But but also he, as soon as you see him, he makes just such a good impression. You know he's going to be actually on Keanu Reeves's kind of side the whole movie, like (laughs) almost like a mentor. You know what I mean? It's
1: interesting. Maybe it's all
2: just staged so they can have
1: an excuse to have him with a blindfold on, talking shit about Johnny Utah before Johnny Utah gets there. It would have been amazing if the guy throwing the bricks in the pool had been like, if he'd said, I don't understand
0: the the purpose of this exercise. And he said, we need it for the plaid. (laughs) We need it so you'll be blindfolded when Johnny
1: Utah walks up. God damn it. He's got him blindfolded and he's griping about his like,
2: they're giving me a quarterback punk partner. Meanwhile, Utah's like standing right in front of him. But yeah. Utah takes it in stride. I love that. Like you already moment. know that they're going to be buddies. You know what I mean? It's almost like Utah knows that the guy is just kind of like a shit talker. Like yeah. like one of our guys in the office, that uh, Jimmy Green, he just <laughs> talks shit. You know he's a good guy. I think Pappas yeah. is kind of like that. He's an old, old school,
1: yeah. Old school. school. Just yep.
2: bust your balls, but he's a good guy. And he's going to have you back when it matters. And for Utah's credit, like Utah – just lets it roll off his back 100%
1: he, you know he's like he takes the blindfold off and he's stone cold busted right and he's like well he's uh, just encountered Paff like Angelo Paff yeah. Paff
2: is, he's just encountered the biggest asshole probably around so he's like oh Harp. this this guy's a good guy exactly yeah, so. yeah. compared
1: to Harp this guy's a so you the a, a two Scott kind Hart. of
2: extremes the guy that's not gonna be a fan of uh, Johnny Utah and the guy that's gonna be like alright man I'll take you under my wing the fact <laughs> that he like introduced himself as punk quarterback punk to him that's like yeah he's got a sense of humor like i can work on a level well you can also tell that he's not just uh you know good as far as like shooting his gun he's actually got it up here he's a quick thinker you know because he's got those quick kind of comebackers. i think
1: yeah busey and reeves to me have like really good chemistry just the two actors like it's i think but then again i feel like busey's almost got that in every movie i see him in he's like just electric you know like working with whoever he's working with yep
2: I mean, Keanu is the guy like just the California dude. It's like and then, laid back. And, yeah, and Gary Busey's just in your face intense. Yeah, Busey's supposed to
0: be sort of like wired and disheveled and <laughs> like a little not
1: put together, and Keanu's supposed to be the younger, more suave. Does he not seem like he's probably like slightly coked out all the time, which Busey may have been. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think time. Pappas is supposed to be on drugs, but just he's so amped up all the time, right? Yeah, no, he is. He's intense. No doubt. So now, ex-presidents are robbing a bank.
0: So we've got in a car, they're getting locked and loaded and ready to go. We've got Reagan, Nixon, LBJ, and George's own James Carter. Uh, Reagan, who's driving, looks at his fucking Rolex and says, little hand says it's time to rock and roll.
1: Yeah, it's fucking (laughs) awesome, isn't it? I love it all. Dude, it's all amazing. That made (laughs) its way into a hot fuzz. Oh, they did. The little hand says it's time to rock and roll. When did that come out? Uh,
0: At the very end. Where they're they're going on a car chase? Like at the very end, they get in the car and like some like whoever uh, Olivia Coleman's character comes on okay. and makes some kind of announcement. And they're like Lilan says it's time to rock and roll. Oh, Dude, so yeah, so they, you gotta they,
2: go watch, rewatch that one. So the yeah. masks are perfect. I mean, I know I know that there's you know they're a dime a dozen, but the masks they chose for that movie are perfect. The dudes are like have tons of swagger when they're in there like, like
1: oh yeah they're like dropping one-liners and fucking nixon's doing like a nixon impression throughout he's like i am not a crook <laughs> <laughs> we're implementing our own personal plan of deregulation mr president uh, it's pretty rad so, the so, way they move so
2: they're keeping it kind of loose i mean you can imagine they probably had some weed and had some type of drugs yeah, and have yeah. been drinking <laughs> cool. you know they're like that 365 days a year whether that's you know they're extreme sports or whether that's robbing a bank they're having a good time so they're not really thinking of What's the, you know, worst case scenario. And right? like, they've done it a hundred times or whatever, like 25 times or something. Yeah, like they're that. always in
0: character. They refer to each other as their
1: president names yeah. or something close yeah. to it. I love that Reagan's wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> it's just awesome, isn't <laughs> right. it? Like they're all wearing suits of the era of that president, yeah, right. I think. Yeah. Fucking and, they, and they call their getaway car, um, Air Force One. Yeah. It's
0: <laughs> so good. Um, <laughs> they're consistently on brand. I appreciate that.
1: But on their way out, LBJ decides he wants to moon. The people, whatever the cameras, whatever yeah, he's it is, a free,
2: he's a free spirit. <laughs> With yeah, thank you, plastered across free. his ass. Yeah, he's got
1: thank you written on his ass. But you get, you can tell that they are having fun doing what they're doing.
0: Yeah,
2: that's the thing. That's the main thing. They're like having joy doing it. It's not just fun. It's like it's again, it's 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 a high, right? I mean, these guys need whether it's substances and whether it's activities. Yeah. They they always need something to fulfill those. The early '90s free spirit. Now I have a serious question for you guys. We've seen this
1: movie a hundred times, so, like we know where the plot's going. If you were seeing this movie for the first time, like, do you think that the audience knew already who the who the bad guys are going to be, or like, is it uh, who are these mystery men? Or have you like seen all the previews, like you know
2: it's you the know. guy you, you know. know, even I, if you have never seen it before? I don't even think you're. I mean, I'm just trying to think. Like, even if he's the bad guy, he—you know—that Patrick Swayze is going to be a big character, right? So they're right. so. I think you could put two and two together. I think, and even
1: without a plot twist per se, like you can still enjoy watching everything unfold.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, some be said about movies being too clever for the sake of being clever, and it's another thing to just be a simple story yeah. that, that that's just entertaining. It's yeah. an entertaining watch. All right, compelling on its own. That works for me, guys.
1: so later on at the bank uh pappas and utah are like studying the the surveillance film we get a lot of exposition right here we we hear pappas say that the ex-presidents
0: have robbed 27 banks in three years they control the room no one ever gets shot they're in and out in 90 seconds Uh they stick to the cash drawers they never go for the vault Uh they leave the car running on the curb and dump it later and they vanish he's they're the best he's ever seen
1: we're also introduced to Alvarez and Babbitt. Right. Who, the two like <laughs> asshole agents, which yeah. you gotta
0: have in every one of these movies. That's right. right. The naysayers who come up and start badgering the guys about, uh, Pappas's surfer. They start to hint at Pappas's surfer theory. Tell yeah,
1: <laughs> them about your theory, bro. It's totally <laughs> far
0: out and all that type of shit. <laughs> and that's all we really get to to hear of it. Uh, before yeah. Harp comes in and needs somebody to go check out the, the getaway car,
2: the drop car.
1: Yes. And like, Utah, like the eager beaver, like he volunteers. Like, well, we'll go work
2: at blue flame special. So, so I got really hooked watching the movie with that explanation by Pappas about the the robbers. Uh, hearing him say how good they've been and how professional they are, yeah. it was very compelling to me as a viewer. I remember being like, "This you, is really cool." You like, want like a formidable bad guy, yeah. you know, yeah. bad guys, whatever, right? Yeah. That, but, it was it, to me then. It was a mystery. I think obviously we hadn't mm-hmm. seen, you know, Patrick Swayze or whatever. At that point, you're like, "Okay, I'm in." You know, I, I really want to see who these guys really are and pappas knows that it's like a waste of time right to go and
1: study the car because these guys never leave clues behind right so they're up there on like mulholland drive or something like up yep. in the hollywood hills and and they're looking at the car and yeah once again like there's no clues left they're like saying maybe we can check the sweat secretions or whatever but you know pappas knows they're yeah. not gonna find anything they're like talking about how it's 7 30 at night and i thought it was kind of dark already to be seven thirty, but that's just me yeah it's kind of well, like, again, full you don't think dark. about
2: that in 91. Yeah, they're not worried <laughs> about this You think about shit. that like in, after the turn of the century, really. <laughs> we got to All the like production's got to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's this 91 who gives a fuck? I
1: like it. <laughs> much like the the '90s action
2: Wait, movies. No, it's it's like, like, Who gives a fuck? Yeah, and then think about like how much, how many songs you like from the '60s and '70s that, that haven't been remastered, but they were good songs, right? Yeah. You don't need it to be a perfect like beat and a clear <laughs> sound if it's a good song. True. You just love the song. You love the song exactly. So and this is where
0: Utah sort of starts getting in Pappas's face for for being a burnout and giving up, and sort of <laughs> incites him to anger to the point that. Uh well, he, he convinces Pappas to reveal the surf theory he's baiting Pappas yeah big time
1: he's like saying like maybe I can do better That's, than you over the hill burnout like why yeah. don't you retire and go tell Nam stories which which pushes Pappas over the edge because <laughs> apparently he was It Nam. was actually in Nam <laughs> he, he took that shit real seriously well he is
2: high strung so it big doesn't time. take much to, to push him over I the edge I felt
1: kind of like Reeves was like in over his head in this scene like Keanu as an actor like, he was just, he was trying to bring the intensity in the he anger. He was trying to bring the intensity, but he
2: didn't have that old man, like, anger in him. No. So, no. I mean, if you're, Keanu Reeves, the reason why you love his character so much is because he has flaws as far as, like, the actor himself. Because he's obviously such a, you know, rookie at that point. The actor, yeah. The actor, yeah. Keanu Reeves, and the character. And that's why it's almost like you can forgive those moments where you're like, he didn't really sell me here because he's actually not selling you within the character and just the actor himself. You nah. know what I mean? It's just very, he's hes, he's Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? He's, he's very green, it's like the dude guy. But don't you think that he in such an early stage of their relationship, um, Johnny and, and Pappas, would he actually go <laughs> yeah. go at him that quickly? I don't Do you know. Feel like it, kinda, it felt a little. Uh, it was a little rush, right? But he
0: went after Harp
2: within five seconds. But he didn't scream in Harp's
1: face. He
0: didn't scream at him, but he immediately baited him into into like basically calling him him. He's
1: an instigator, and it comes
2: out more and more later in the movie, like that he's like has a problem with authority. So how long have they known each other at this point, where he's actually going in the guy's face? A huh, Five police veteran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: like that after It's like it's yeah. It's not been a long time. Uh, you know what? No, it's been days. There's no way that robbery
2: happened the same day that you know, was so it's day been one. An, it's probably been a week. So you. You can tell they like, bonded pretty quickly. They're buddies. So he, he kind of feels he can, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you can go harder on people you feel comfortable around. Right. Yeah. He wouldn't have been going after, after him if, if they didn't have a healthy relationship. Right. Well, his whole thing works though. Right. Like he does get Pappas to tell him the theory. Yeah. Well, Pappas
1: probably already, already knows he doesn't have any more friends and this is probably the only Absolutely. new friend the last friend. <laughs> have.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so back at FBI, Pappas lays it out. The ex-presidents are servers.
1: Um, while well, drinking some Corona extra. The I <laughs> th- that jumped out to me, dude. They, they're, they're drinking the beer and eating yeah, Chinese. That, like to me, I don't FBI seems so straight laced. Like I don't see you drinking beer. Like, but this the is Pappas in Utah, baby. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, true. And it's like
2: 1991.
0: This so. is way over it. So, yeah. they're, they're looking at tan lines on LBJ's ass. <laughs> they, they've got um, evidence from when Nixon scuffed his heel on a counter uh-huh. that like traces of carnuba wax. And then they were checking the dates, and this is how I knew it was September. Okay. Because they were like, they only robbed from June to October, and we have a month, Papa says. Okay. See, I that love- premise
2: on its own is cool. You yeah, know, right? Awesome. They, they do what they need to do, and they go out, have fun, and they come back for more, more dough. Traveling around. Surfing and spending other people's money
0: sounds pretty dope.
2: <laughs> They're like the Robin Hoods of uh, exactly. California in the early nineties.
1: I love the I love the story, like the wax when he's like saying here, you know, it's like the sex wax, which is just the I, I thought, thought it, it was like a legit sex thing, but it's like a brand like, name. It's a brand name of a surf yeah. wax. It's not meant for anything weird. But um, when he's saying like mustache, when Keanu's like mustache wax, he's like I got it, dudes waxing <laughs> his mustache at the beach. He gets sand in it. <laughs> Uses a shoe to take it off. Shoe scuffs the counter. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. He's dude. an asshole. He I is, is. He's yeah. a smart ass. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> fucking asshole. It's like dry you <laughs> flame special. Yeah. So, so by the end
0: of the conversation, Johnny's into it. They're yeah, going to go buys in. the ex He likes the surfer story. He
1: buys in. So we cut to Johnny Utah getting kitted out to go be a surfer. That young dude's like talking shit to him in the surf shop, the little kid. Yeah. He's like, dude, never too old to start. And he's like, oh, I'm 25. And he's like, like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The <laughs> so little kid. That kid looked 12. Yeah. right?
0: He's like 12, or 13. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Unreal. If you're 12 or 13 at that time and you're into surfing, you're already surfing, right? T- well, you're probably this, pro by then. This kid is yeah, hard in yeah, yeah.
0: on the surf cultures. My, he says, Surfing's the source, can change your life, swear to God. Yeah, he's like, He's Whoa, deep. This kid's okay.
1: woke. That kid's, that kid's <laughs> high yeah. as a kid, too. <laughs> I, I think he was. And then like Pappas telling him, dude, you got to like Utah just wants to walk around on the beach and like try to meet people and get information right. and he's like, "No, nah, no, nah, you got to get out there on the waves." Like, like you got to become a member of the tribe. Exactly. He's right, right? I mean, yeah. he proves himself right. I thought it was weird that they're just like talking about this on the pier like openly. Like shouldn't he be undercover? They shouldn't he shouldn't be going to the surf shop in his FBI suit. And buy ah, a surfboard. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big state, world. It's a big world. But what world. if someone saw him and they're like, oh, "Out here talking about? I can't believe this undercover." Know. They wouldn't remember him now they po- at, at that point, he, he's not worth remembering. <laughs> yeah. He's a suit. Ah, that's true. He was a suit. They probably like don't even pay attention yeah. to those guys. So
0: then we get uh, we get a couple of minutes of Utah crashing and burning, trying to teach himself how to surf, and being rescued by the beautiful. Uh, Dude, Lori yeah. Petty.
1: I can't imagine how hard it would be to
2: try to teach yourself to surf.
1: Fuck, I would, I'd be dead. I'd drown. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I mean that scene is just it's just gorgeous, right? You got the cinematography, you got like you almost you don't want to be there, mm-hmm. and and you're just thinking about like, sun is just pounding, and and it's L.A. California, ninety one, like and he's there's a culture, right? Again, I can just keep stressing like these guys, like Absolutely. this movie shows a culture that you almost kind of want to be a part of. You know, I'm not gonna be that mm-hmm. '80s kind of rock guy. I'm gonna be this other looking like grunge, and I, it, it, there's something about it. And I feel that 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 first uh, surfing scene introduces you to that. Yeah. I think the movie really starts during that scene. So like I like mean that. that Lori Petty is sort of
0: the embodiment of that, of that new culture of surfing because she, she walks right up or swims up after saving him and says, you're bored shit. You have no exactly. business being out here. You're a danger to yourself and others. He yeah. tries to introduce himself and he's like, or she says, "Who cares? She, she's yeah. short hair, whatever.
1: I mean, it's it's yeah. She, you can just tell the attitude right right on her face. It's perfect. I, I definitely like her style in uh, this she, movie. Like she's hard as nail, like tough. Her, like her eyes are a once in a lifetime talent alone. She's like it's a tough, like, she's like a tough, <laughs> strong woman. Yeah, I like yeah, that, exactly. that's cool. Um, but yeah, as you say, like." He tried to introduce himself unsuccessfully. He's like, the name's Johnny Utah. I mean, she's like, like, who cares?
2: (laughs) She's done with him already. You can taste the salt in that scene. I'm telling you, it's so real. Like you're part of, you're part of, Catherine Bigelow did an awesome job uh,
1: capturing the atmosphere through all this. I thought we'll, we'll talk about this in the upcoming, but it's weird that he was using his own real name as his undercover name. Right. That is interesting. You'd use an alias, but then again, no, because no, it becomes relevant later. But in in reality, but well, if you, you would really not think about it, if mail. you if
2: you are a a halfway famous person, halfway quarterback, yeah, a famous people recognize him, and if he's another guy, that doesn't make any sense. Because because why would people be like, why why is a former college quarterback an FBI agent, right? That doesn't make any sense. And this is a pre-internet world I was about where to you say, could not
1: Google Johnny Utah, and it would say like Johnny Utah enlists in the FBI or graduates FBI exactly. Academy. If you
0: follow. Like, if you followed college football which a lot of people do it's you know it's like a religion in the united states
2: and and he he referenced the rose bowl which is in la right so 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 johnny utah played in freaking cal in la and i i I wasn't thinking about the no
1: internet of this world where no one could google him and see johnny utah arrest you know whatever like so there'd probably be no way to know he was fbi just having no internet. he's the perfect
2: undercover agent
1: (laughs) uh Oh, man. So Utah is watching Tyler change clothes. Kind of creepy. Like he's got the binoculars and he's watching her change her clothes. And there's, he is, there's nothing inconspicuous about it. <laughs> he is very much like,
2: gosh, she was pretty hot in this movie.
1: Yeah, I just I was She's I fit. was in love. Yeah. and they got uh,
2: that scene back then. Hollywood had you know you, your macho moments and your kind of sexy moments. But he was, he kinda like he was definitely
1: like peeping tom mode, like Utah. But again, at that he's that moment. still a young guy straight out of college. <laughs>
0: he and he's young dumb So this this next scene, he rolls back to the FBI, looks her up in the database. She's got a minor rap sheet, nothing significant. Yeah. But finds out he needs like an N to co- to like connect in, with her, and finds yes. out that her parents died. In a plane crash. And he's like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm
1: going to use that. That's my approach. Which is <laughs> That's a dirtbag approach, like, to use <laughs> is, that against her. That's uh, pretty That's pretty bad. I mean, it's a rookie move, but remember, he's a rookie. He's got to go for the low-hanging fruit. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. So in the very next scene, right, he rolls up to the cafe where she works. And as soon as he walks in, she says, you're still hanging out around here. <laughs> do we think that it's been like weeks have passed and this is no. not the first time he's walked in or is it like the very next it's day? Two to three days max. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's the second time she's seen him. She's like, he made an impression on her because you feel that these guys are like a cult, like a, like a, you know like a gang, all these kind of surfers. They have their own uh, culture, so he obviously doesn't belong. So mm-hmm. she, 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 when she saw him on the beach, she's like, "Who the hell is this guy? Get the hell away from here!" He comes back. She's probably like, "Why are you still here?" Right, absolutely. And he's like begging her, like basically, "You got to teach me to surf. Like
1: I'm gonna learn to surf, or I'm gonna die." Trying, I guess, and she's like, "What's your deal? Like, why are you?" Yeah, so? is this a line? Are you trying to pick me up? <laughs> Which it kind of halfway is right, but he like then he feeds her that story about, "Oh, my parents died." Oh, in my life. I've crashed. only done what other people wanted me to do. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he's like, "Yeah, I lived. <laughs> I was living for my parents and like fulfilling all their dreams of what I would accomplish." But then they died, and like it changes your perspective. He's you know he's hitting I, her without again. Like, you babe, you probably wouldn't understand that.
2: Very like, amateur was, acting slash um delivery uh, of the real character but again they that he's a rookie yeah acting wise he's a rookie in the movie and it works it
1: works because he's not necessarily he's not a bad actor, no. but Johnny undercover Johnny Utah is but a bad actor. I almost feel like he is at that point. Well Keanu like, Reeves is
2: not a bad actor. Undercover uh, Johnny Utah I, I is think a bad Keanu actor. Keanu Reeves in ninety one is an underseasoned actor. <laughs> he's an underseasoned actor. Yeah. And then people kind of, you know, make fun of that that Keanu Reeves. But I think that's what makes makes him perfect for that role because that's why he's perfect as Johnny Utah. If he was like a more serious actor, maybe he wouldn't pull that off a little the, bit. The
0: one thing that he's got going on for him throughout this is that, regardless of what you think about his chops, is that he sort of uh, perpetuates this innocence, and yeah. so like exactly. it's, it comes across as very
2: like he's naive. Maybe. He's like Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, very a really good word. I, I think Keanu Reeves is naive acting in this movie, and the character is naive. Johnny Utah is yeah. naive in the movie. He's never and,
1: yeah, he's not like jaded yet or whatever, right? Yeah. From right. But she agrees to give him well, a she's, lesson. Well, she's
0: totally into it and she's like she's hooked on his story and then and then he says the bit of like I want to do what you do and she like she's like all shy and demure. Well, like he's a can't handsome at, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I give it that like as a well. contact he has that with game for him. him. She, he's got her hook line and sinker at that this point. This
1: seemed like it worked for me though. As awkward as it is yeah. that he's like I think mainly cuz like she sells it. Like she's so against. It when he walks in, then he starts laying his story out for her about the parents and all that. And you see her sort of weakening, and then he charms her in the end, you know. And she's like, Okay, fine, you I'll give you one lesson like one day, this isn't, you know, I'm not gonna be your coach or anything like yeah. that. But yeah, you kind of buy it.
2: I buy it. I mean, if he probably wasn't that naive, <clears throat> she probably would have said no, but Absolutely. she's probably this guy's such an idiot, he'll probably get himself killed if I don't help him out. Yeah. So then we got the training montage
1: scene, <laughs> basically, right? This is in every good movie. But, like, they meet up early in the morning, and she teaches them how to surf. Yeah. On the sand, it's perfect. Yeah. You yeah, start but- on the sand, you got to learn to... What crawl before you can walk or whatever i like the locals walking by like laughing
2: at them though yeah, i wonder <laughs> if two those
1: dudes were like just extras or just like randos. real life like locals. no for
2: sure actually i mean they were asked to do that yeah for the movie but that's okay. the point like everybody why <laughs> ridicule they, us you, you could tell if you didn't belong there right you could people could basically point at you and be like this guy's like go back to the valley man like yeah you're, you're, that was a specific culture and he didn't belong so they seem to have gone all day, right? Because it's kind of yeah. getting dark, and she's got
1: him up and surfing. Like he's, you know, he's able to get onto his feet on a wave, mm-hmm. which is pretty good for day one. Yeah, absolutely. I guess. And he's an athlete, remember? Yeah, that's true. So coordination. They, How hard can it be? They see uh, Bodhi is just like shredding waves. And they like literally mesmerized. laying all the way back in a tube, like on his back. Yeah. It's crazy. I think they said they filmed all those surfing scenes in Hawaii, like the ones where they're actually out on the waves. I is Hawaii. Hawaii, really? Like the beaches wow. are California, the sand. But the surfing's so in on Hawaii. Because I guess it's more consistent waves yeah. and everything like that. But yeah, that was like legit surfing. That looked like it might have really been Swayze on that scene. Well, he did a lot. He did face. a lot as much as they would let him do of his surfing. Yeah. He was That's like cool. a, he was not a pro
2: pro. Well, was he, he a surfer g- before the movie? He learned. Nah, from the movie? he learned
1: with the rest of them. But I think he mm-hmm. was better than most. Patrick Swayze. <sighs> He's really just a natural athlete. Everything. Yeah, he was like everything. Yeah, it's a pretty great character intro too. Oh, she yeah, she Go mentions ahead. that that like, Bodhi is uh, short for
0: Bodhisattva, yeah. which is an enlightened being. I didn't know this. Who in Buddhism uh, forgoes Nirvana to save other people?
1: Yeah, it's pretty like. Whoever came up with all of this stuff, all the background and the lore,
2: like, did homework. Yeah. So By the way, way the mo- the music in, in doing those scenes in the movie is yeah. perfect, too. It's, you, like, you, spiritual. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. perfect, yeah. It feels like you're in a
1: yoga studio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I've never surfed, and it makes me want to surf. Yeah. So she
1: almost warns him, like, that Bodhi's crazy. Yeah. Like, she says, you know, he's always he's searching, always searching for, Bodhi. like, the ultimate ride. Bodhi's, like,
2: the male version of, like, she's a dangerous girl. You want nothing to do with her, which only and makes like, you. Yeah. And you're like, I yeah. want to go date her, especially Johnny Utah. So Johnny yeah. Utah's like, this guy's danger. I want, I want in because danger can get me closer to my goal, which is to kind of belong here. Right. Yeah. He, at, at this point, he has no idea that Bodie's mm. one of the robbers, but he's probably like, this guy is exactly the type of guy I got to be around. Yeah. To basically accomplish my goal. And Absolutely. Johnny
1: doesn't realize it yet, but he is like a surfer at heart. Like he's drawn to this. Like, that's who he is. I feel like he's, he feels that pull to like, I, I'm mesmerized by this guy. It's the who's same thing that this. makes
0: you decide that instead of being a football hero, you're going to be an FBI
2: agent. Yeah. yeah. He's a free robbery. spirit too. He's just a little out there. You know what I mean? Like a lot of those people in that generation were. he's just a little out there,
1: but now we've met our main couple characters. That's right. So, yeah, so we'll leave it here for this time, but we'll be back next. Uh,
2: Next week with a whole lot more There's a talk lot about of Patrick Swayze range. love uh, that's going to be coming up. From I, do, I do love him. I've uh, yeah. I, I yeah. a main crush on, uh, on Patrick uh, Swayze from that movie. You like won the really rest of America
0: hour. at that time, man. I'm he, missing out. He'd already
2: I missed done, out on all the Patrick Swayze when,
1: love. He'd, he'd already done
0: Ghost. So when this movie came out, um, it was like, forget about it. Everyone was obsessed was like with Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. He was. He may have been People Magazine's sexiest man alive
2: that year. He's my sexiest man alive from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right.
1: Well, we'll be back soon with a whole lot more. Uh, anyone want to say anything? We'll see you guys next time. That's uh, a great tease right there. All right. We'll see you next time. Give me two.